brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science, guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. Welcome to another episode of Honest Money. Um, I've decided to bring in some serious backup today uh, because we're talking about uh, about investing, but more around the the maybe the mistakes and also the the, the clever things that wealthier investors do. Uh, and and so I've brought in the, the head of wealth management at Galileo Capital, Yolanda Buerta. Thank you much, so much for joining us, Yolanda. Hi, Warren. Nice to chat to you. So. Um, I think it's important just to kind of sketch why why we're talking to you about this because this is I guess this is what you've been doing for nearly the last twenty years and I don't want to give away your age so but but I mean that's really your your area of expertise is is talking to people with significant amounts of money and and helping guide them to make the the right decisions. Yes, exactly. So uh, maybe. When we're looking at, a, at an environment where the world's incredibly uncertain, and uh, you know this is not unique to South Africa, we, we're, we're kind of uncertain everywhere, and it almost feels like all the time now since COVID, it's everywhere. Uh, there, there are some kind of repeated mistakes that I think we see people making uh, around their money, and and then maybe some things that that people don't, the, the people with money, the mistakes they don't make. And so I thought just to kick off. Let's maybe just talk through some of the big kind of classic mistakes that people make with their investments in in volatile times. Well, I think it's in almost every time, but um, the main mistake in the, that you can make is not having a plan, not having that strategy ready and, and know what you want to do. Because we often get clients that phones us and say, look, I've got this lump sum. It's a huge amount that I received. And what do I do with it? But what you would do with something in isolation can become really tricky and, and probably a mistake. So you need to look at the total picture. Have your strategy right. And if you have that correct, then whatever windfall comes up, uh, your way, you know, right, this is where I need to put it. This is how it will be structured. And we go, we go with that. And then you stick to that in volatile times because that's the other mistake that, that people would make. So, so I like that idea of, of having the, the kind of the plan. And, and it doesn't need to be the most complicated thing in the world. You know, if you're managing a portfolio of investments for yourself uh, or, or you've got an advisor, it's just understanding uh, broadly what are my goals, where, where am I going, uh, and how long am I investing for. And, and then you build out an investment strategy. And and I think the key point that you're making there that, that I like is uh, it's doing this before you put the money in. So you understand the principles before the time. And and like Mike Tyson, you know, Mike Tyson's a genius. Uh, like he said, uh, you know, everyone's got a plan until they get hit. Uh, but in the investment world, if you've got a plan and you know that when you invest, let's say it's in shares, uh, you can invest a portion of your money in shares and the stock market's going to go down 30%. You know that. So when it does happen, and you've got that in a plan, and you agree the principles to that for yourself, then it's not a surprise, and then you're not making new decisions when things are down 30%. You've planned for it. It's there already. It's um, You make less of the emotional decisions then, and the emotional mistakes that people sometimes make, because we all get fearful. Whether you're professional, whether you're in this every single day of your life, you still get fearful when you look at markets and what's happening in the world. But we know when we look back. That markets um, just, they always recover. They just go very differently to what people usually say, you know, and it's usually in times when people are really fearful 
that markets jump. And it's those days that you just don't want to miss. And I, and I think, uh, you know, that's a, it's a key point is if you, if you've got a broad, like general equity unit trust or a broad stock market index investment, and you're just patient and you stay invested over most market conditions, the chances of you actually losing money over a five or 10 or 15 year period is, is probably close to zero. And the chances of making money are very good. So what derails it is not the general equity unit trust or the stock market index. It's the, it's the me. It's the question around the bri or at the dinner table. You know, if someone says my shares went up 60% and everybody piles into that basket that that person said that he's got. But um, it's very unlikely that when a share or a portfolio of, of um, investments has jumped that much, that it will jump again very quickly in the same quantum. And then, of course, the conspiracy theories <laughs> um, that we hear so much about. Um, I get WhatsApps from certain people all the time. Um, they on these WhatsApp groups we where a certain kind of um, agenda almost is is sort of proclaimed, and and people talk about um, a, you know only the fearful and the negative news. There's always a realistic way to look at things, and and if you read proper news and don't get involved in the fear mongering where people are are driving an agenda, um, then you have more of a of a of a pragmatic outlook on your investments and that's the right way to look at it. I, I think it's, um, you, you, know, um, I, you know, I like to read around, uh, around the world of money and emotions and I think one of the phrases that's kind of resonating with me is this, this term hypervigilance uh, and, and that's what you're talking about is when times are volatile and we become fearful, uh, it's absolutely built into our core as human beings to look around for danger. We become attuned to things that could harm us. Uh, now that's really good when we're strolling on the savannah and there are lions that could eat us, we need to know that they're around and we need to see them and we need to be able to run away. I'm not sure we should climb the tree, uh, but, but we need to make a plan. However, hypervigilance when you're making investment decisions is really dangerous because what happens is your time frame goes from 10 years out to 30 seconds time. And then your beloved friend, family member, whatever it is, sends you a WhatsApp saying, uh, you know, Russia's going to um, invade South Africa and you believe it for some unknown reason, and you pass it on and you change your investment strategy because of some stupid, really, frankly, stupid WhatsApp that has no logic, no reason. Uh, and, and that's what's happening now. I think people are consuming uh, social media, especially, and I think WhatsApp, it's important that you point that out because we don't get WhatsApp broadcast to us by people we don't know. We're getting it from people that we're, we're choosing to be part of a group. It's our family members, it's our friends, whatever it is. So it's a trusted source and we don't filter it. So they take a piece of garbage. They filter, they, they don't filter it. They send it to you. You go, well, I know that person and, you know, we, we've played sport together for the last 20 years. They must know what they're talking about. Why sport and investments relates, who knows? But that's what happens. And then we make really like stupid investment decisions based on fear. The person is not being stupid. I, I, that, that's the point here. It's that we've, we've allowed the, the bad information to come straight through all of our rational filters and we just believe it for no reason. And it's interesting with most news that, that's blown up and it's on the front page of newspapers. If you leave it for a week, two weeks, it sort of filters out. And it's not so important. If I speak to someone today about something that happened a month ago, it's a non-event. 
But at the time, it was so big, and they were so fearful about it that they wanted to change everything. They wanted to pack up and leave yeah. the country. And now it's it's not an, a, a non-issue. And, and I think also maybe just to stay on this point around news, because I think it's it's how we consume information and what we do about it that's important. So how we consume, I mean, my answer is stop, get off the WhatsApp groups, block your so-called friends who are just sending you the, these kind of doomsday conspiracy theories. If If it's true, that the dollar is is over, that that we're going to have a BRICS currency. I'm not saying it is. I think that's garbage. But let's just say it's true. What are you going to do about that with your investment strategy tomorrow? Uh, you know, th- this whole thing of there is a blackout in South Africa. It's going to happen. You know, there's you know these WhatsApps come out. It's going to happen tomorrow, and it's going to be the end of the world. If there really is a blackout in South Africa, the only thing you can do is go farming. There is nothing else you can do. There is no investment that you can buy that will protect you. Uh, th- there is no investment strategy to to have in a scenario like that. The, the consequences of that are so catastrophic that that actually, uh, and I'm and I'm half joking and ha- half not, is you, you need to worry about how you're going to produce food for yourself tomorrow because that's the answer. Uh, and, and so when you're when you're managing all of your investments based on that one thing that that has a one in one hundred thousand chance of happening, you're missing out on all the other things that are much more likely to happen, which is. The stock markets are likely to go up over the next decade. Uh, the energy crisis in, in South Africa is likely to be solved by the private sector, not by governments. Uh, th- there will be a time when the sun will rise again and things will be better than they are today. Though that's likely to happen. That's probable. The, the, un, the improbable, almost impossible, uh, we shouldn't be managing money for that. And we spend so much energy on that, on that improbable and that, that way out outcome. Instead of just focusing on principles and just carrying on and know that in a normal world, in a normal world that means that things are volatile and things are scary and there's a world war there with two, um, they, it means that, th- that things are happening and things that are scary. But if the strategy is right, if you are well diversified in the right kind of investments, you'll pull through. And I think it's important to know not one of us in the world, or very few. I think they've and, and and the psychologists will give them a diagnosis. But but there is nobody around that can be completely rational in all circumstances. So so that's what the plan does. The plan gives you kind of a framework, a roadmap to look at things and say these are the decisions I'm making now. But they're also the decisions I'm going to make when something gets scary, when markets go wrong, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And being comfortable that that's what's going to happen. And making peace with that now allows you to make all the decisions now when there's no emotion on the table, and you can be as, irash- as rational as you possibly can, and then make no new decisions there. Uh, and, and I think that that's the key in this in this whole conversation. And with your plan, perhaps if you have a mentor or a sounding board, that helps a lot, because sometimes it's also just really tough to stick to that plan. You know it's the right thing to do. But if you have someone that you can speak to and just bounce off ideas that you know that's rational and that things without bringing emotion into things, um, uh, that's also a good idea. And, and maybe there, we're not talking about some kind of a Warren Buffett genius. I mean, if, if that's your mentor, well done. Uh, please, please let me know. I'd like to talk to him too. But, but what we're talking about is someone that just has the ability to think about things that's not involved in your financial position. It's always easy to be objective and rational about someone else's position. So so having that sounding board, that, that's all you need is just someone that says, hang on, this is the plan. This is what you've discussed. 
this is your plan. It's not my plan. Uh, uh, why are you changing the plan? The plan says here that things go wrong sometimes. Why, why are you now doing something now that it's gone wrong? That was the deal. Uh, and, and I think that's the key is it's just an outside voice that can look at your situation and just say, maybe you're being a little bit silly now. Maybe you just need to go back to rule number one, stay the course, and your plan says you'll be okay. It was your plan, so just stay on there. And deep inside you know that that's the truth, but you just need that someone just to tell you. So, I, I mean, I think we're, we're, we're uh, probably out of time there, and, and there's so much more we can uh, discuss. But I think the one thing is when the world is like this, when the world is so uncertain, uh, make peace with the fact that absolutely nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow, and they definitely don't know what's going to happen in three years' time. Over a decade or 20 years, we can make some fairly educated guesses that are going to be sort of right. One will be the sun rises, stock markets generally go up, uh, some investments do well, some investments do badly, but having a spread of investments across a spread of countries, across a spread of asset types, in other words, cash, bonds, property, shares, having a mix of those things and not being too drastic in your actions where you say, put everything in, you know, on red or on black at the casino, both of those are terrible ideas, equally with investments. Don't put everything in cash or everything in shares or everything in South Africa and then everything in Chile next week because you read a great article or lousy WhatsApp. All of those are bad decisions. Spreading everything all the time means that some investments will be doing badly, but most of them will be doing okay. And I think that that, that spreading of your eggs in multiple baskets, to me, is the only secret source to really crazy times. And we're living in crazy times. Exactly. And I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I appreciate your time and sharing your insights with us. Thank you very much, Warren. Brought to you by Prescient Investment Management. Informed by science. Guided by insight. Prescient Investment Management is an authorized FSP. 